We've got a new guilty of the moment, a major patch for WoW, and angry Pangolians. All that and more coming up right now. This is the AIE Podcast. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 126, broadcasting from beautiful California. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of this day of the way in Southern California is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we apologize. It is pangolins. We, we, we it's try to call it. pangolins. Come on. <laughs> I like pangolin. I'm going to admit it. I like it. So, uh, so how was your guys' Thanksgiving? We, we took a week off, and thanks, everyone, for bearing with us. We wanted to spend time with our families and loved ones, and so we appreciate that we were able to do so. Yes, yes. I had a very nice holiday. Nice, quiet at home. Oh, able yes. To recover. <laughs> I, I did the same as well. We, we had three people over, so it was a total of five of us. So not exactly a big extravagant thing, but everything turned out well. So we were mm-hmm. a good dinner was had by all. Yeah, lots of turkey over here. Turkey for lunches for days. It was wonderful. Yeah. Great time, family, all that. So, so I, I imagine even... you guys probably got in a little bit of game time over the holiday. Just a, Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> a tiny bit. I've been sick and luckily the game's not making me nauseous anymore. Well, that's, like, good. Yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's crazy. The the dailies. Once you hit ninety, and all those dailies, and then once you oh. get revered with one group, then all more dailies, and even more dailies. Oh, it's just. I, I said originally when it first came out, I was really happy the amount of dailies they put in the game. So level ninety wasn't just a rating grind, but now it's a dailies grind. Oh, <laughs> well, it's I mean, crazy. No, the golden lotus are way too needy. I am on record I for know. saying it. They're like, oh, okay, you helped us. Now go help us over here. And it's like, but you're not even giving me worthwhile points, guys. Yeah. Seriously. You're like giving me 100 rep. I am killing yeah, things Yeah, one, 110 a piece is not really cutting it. And at least you can use like the, the WoW 8th uh, anniversary celebration thing is nice for at least when you're killing the Mogu as part of the Golden Lotus that you're getting that rep boost. But I mean, when you're, only, when you're getting 11, getting 12 isn't really that much. I mean, it'll probably save you a, half a day worth of dailies. Like it's not going to be a huge deal, but... No. Well, I guess they just wanted to make it, you know, make I wish it last. It worked on if it worked on turn-ins, oh, then we'd all be, be nice. all over it. Oh, yeah. But since yeah. it doesn't, we're just kind of like, meh. <laughs> yeah, I hit uh, I hit Exalted with Tillers last night. Um, I also Ooh, have made the first of the Voltron pets that the uh, Jewel Crafters can make. So I have my really? my my golden my golden lion that I'm uh well, if it, the biggest thing for me was, oh, I have to save up 18,000 gold per. And I yeah. happened to have 10,000 when I started playing again. So it was like, oh, that's not that hard. But now it's like, oh, now I'm up to three. This, <laughs> so making the second one is probably going to take me a lot longer than the first one did. And gold's yeah. not too bad. Gold's pretty easy to come by, I think, in, in the game now. Yeah, but it, I, I don't have time to play the auction house. And I am a jewel crafter. So it's like occasionally I can sell, you know, a meta gem or something for a decent amount. But eh, sometimes it's just like, oh, it's so like I 
getting 20 at a time for doing dailies, that's going to take a while to save up 18,000. That's true. Last expansion, my uh, jewel crafter was the bank, man. He made money like crazy. Not quite so much this time. Yeah. Well, at least you guys aren't spending it on, I mean, you're spending it on good things. I'm okay. So there's this new battle stone in the patch that upgrades your pet. So if you have a gray quality pet, you can take it up to green or blue. Some of these pets are really hard to find and all you can find is a gray. Oh. So the stones are going for about 5k on the auction oh. house. So basically, I'm buying a, an item to make the text that describes another pixelated item a different or more pleasing color to the eye so that I can play the game with the icon and the avatar that I want. But you're not spending real money for that. Thank right? God. <laughs> That'll be next. They'll have, you know, pet battle pets you can only buy in the, in the uh, Blizzard store. I mean, they already have those. The oh, pets in the Blizzard go. store See? are battle pets. See how smart and I am? really soon, that really awesome Cinder Kitten's coming out. Uh, and Aludra, it, to be fair, you just broke down the entire game of WoW. Like, if we that really is- want to think about it, it's like, I'm reading so I can have a different colored item. It's like, yeah. that's kind of what we're all doing. So I. But at least raiding is, is one thing. I'm doing battle pets, which but you can't see all my pets at once. Still, They're not fun. following me in a herd. Through to someone who does not play MMOs or WoW, you're doing the same thing. They don't care yeah. that one of them is with a group of people and the other is, you know, on your own that you're, you know, fighting the Pokemans. It's it's all the same to them. So that's... It's true. It's true. <laughs> so have you guys actually, like, been doing raiding? I, I managed to actually do a five-man. So I was, you know, I was thrilled that Muli and I went through a five-man and it was actually really easy. The heroic. Like, oh, we expected yeah. it to be a lot harder than it was. So... Yeah, I they're mean, definitely fun. I like them. I'm, I got a chance to do uh, LFR, of course. I think most people at 90, once you get to the, the right gear score, you do LFRs, which aren't really a good representation of raiding other than seeing what the bo- what the bosses look like. Uh, we uh, Warstorm, we all ran in and tried to do the first bosses in, I can't remember the name of the first raid zone, totally blanked. The big stone line ones, wherever they are, and they just wipe the floor with us. So Mogu Shant, no, it's not Mogu Shant. No, Vault of something actual, Yeah, VOA. There you go, VOA. Yeah, we went and, into VOA. Uh, the lines wipe the floor with us, but we're getting better. We think we we think we figured out the dance. That is actually a very tank uh, heavy, not tank heavy, tank intelligent fight. The tanks really got to know what they're doing and, and control that fight. It isn't the usual tank swap, you know. Usually you get a buff, and then when you get the buff, I taunt. When, when I get the buff, you okay. taunt. Not like that at all. It's actually you got to know what to do and when to do it. It's a bit of a challenge. And honestly, I, I said think. I said the five man was like super easy, but I, you know, I went lol DPS. So <laughs> it might not <laughs> have been easy. I mean, M- Muli did tank and said, oh, no, that was like it was super trivial. And the healer apparently was, I think, uh, a 482 geared healer. And so he was literally like, I'm using one spell this entire instance. So (laughs) like he, he was not challenged at all, but I think he was just in there to get his, uh, and it was funny. I don't remember who it was, but we totally did complete random because it was just like, we just want to get in and do it. And we happened to get in with another AIE person. Even though we did it that. like completely random, oh, it's like, so oh, that's fun. cool. <laughs> like there are so many of us that you know we we will show up, uh, show up in various, uh, various. Happened to me too. So uh, we have a great show uh, coming up this evening. Uh, we have special guests Lang Theris and Nymphadora joining us. But first, we will get to AIE news. AIE news. 
It's that time again. No, not time to read Zod's funny flashcards, but time for a new guildie of the moment. Everyone, give three cheers to Takamika Zuch. This guildie is... This guildie, some of the amazing things. Really, guys? <laughs> I did not write that one. That was not me. This guildie, some of the amazing things said about Take My Zucchini are... You will read anything on the sheet, won't you? Yes, I will. We will. I... We, all, we all will. Man. We're, we're conditioned. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, I, no, actually, I read it just to make a point about what was written. <laughs> Wasn't when me. When I see a post. Okay, about I missed this that number, one. Sorry. Okay, fine. Now, can I talk? Yes. <laughs> when I see a post. Go right ahead. Number, it's usually one that makes me say, This person understands AIE. Every experience I've had with him has been positive. He doesn't even get mad when he has to tell people over and over again how to say his name. That's, that's an asset. Great guy, seems to have a good attitude, and I'm looking forward to the many different butcherings of his name on the AIE podcast when he's announced as GOTM. And to say congrats, here's a blast from the past with some special outtakes from Coltrane and the Raid Wrap-Up. Congrats goes out to the whole team, and a special thanks to Takamizuk. That doesn't sound right. Take a Mikuzak, and a special thanks to Take Mikuzak. T-A-K-E-M-I-K-A-Z-U-C-H. Uh, Special thanks to Take Mikazoo. Special thanks to Take Mikuzak. <laughs> Can't be right. How do you pronounce his name? Takamikazak. Takamikuzak. Takamikuzuk. I'm going with Larry. He's now called Larry. Congrats to Larry. I'm sorry, Gomez. I let you down. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And before that we continue, um, that was followed up with a phone call from him to me. Like, he, he lives in Southern California. I live in Northern California. He called me and he was like, how do you pronounce this guy's name? I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like, you are on your own. Like, I, I started this segment. That doesn't mean I have any idea how to pronounce anything. So, uh, it's taking my zucchini. That's <laughs> yes, what it is. exactly. Larry. Mm -hmm. Way to go, Larry. <laughs> Way to go, Larry. Larry. Big AIE thumbs up to you. And, oh, right. I'm wearing my panda hat now, guys. All right. It's movie time for AIE. We have two different groups meeting up in de on December 15th for a screening of The Hobbit. Of course, you're AIE, you're watching The Hobbit. Yeah. If you are in Southern California or Raleigh, North, North Carolina, and who isn't, then head on over to the meetup.com website and look for the Alea Ioctaest gaming community page. Joining is free, and you can plan your own meetups easily through that site. 5.1, otherwise known as Landfall, has finally arrived in the world of Warcraft. This patch includes numerous changes that impact pretty much everyone in the game. Things like class balance and bug fixes are in there, but there's also been huge changes to the pet battling system, the new item level upgrade system, which I still don't understand, the new Brothers Guild that no one can seem to get into, and we definitely shouldn't be talking... Shouldn't be talking about? Okay. Yeah. First rule of Brawler's Guild is you don't talk about Brawler's oh, Guild. Oh, get into and we definitely should. Wow. Okay. I I understand now. And and way too much more to list. For more Words info, are hard. <laughs> check the Words patch notes hard. on battle.net. We have a link in the show notes. Words are still hard. So let's hope we can get through the next one. <laughs> so as Stu and Ahud mentioned in the last show, what was going on with the new guild dimensions and rifts, it looks like they've been really busy getting our AIE dimension all prettied up. Check out the full gallery on the forum for the pictures. And Star Wars Free-to-Play dropped just a, sh a few short weeks ago. And with the advent of this change, they've added cartel coins. There are, seem to be so many things people are buying with these coins, 
Check out the So What Did You Get post in the AIE Old Republic forum for great ideas and to see what seem to be the hot items. Grimbane and crew are trying to make the secret world a little bit less of a secret to new players. They're trying to schedule and organize some early content nights to get people through content. On a personal note, unfortunately, I don't have the time to play anymore. Uh, I'm I'm a one MMO guy now, uh, but these are the most understanding and patient people you will ever run an instance with. I the, I was healing for the first time in an instance, and yeah, they, they're... they're uh, they're great people, AIE through and through. So if you're interested in the secret world, definitely check it out because once you get a minimum gear score, they will be able to, uh, or a quality level, I should say, they will be able to get you in an instance, no problem. So post on the forums. And I'd like to go on record. The secret world is totally a secret. They're not letting me in. <laughs> oh. They're not letting me in. They're saying my password's wrong. I've been on the phone with customer service since oh, I got man. the game. And they're just, oh, it should be fixed. It's not fixed. It's secret. Not allowed to play. <laughs> Just grr. <laughs> Taxellus Transteller and the affiliated corporations that make up AIES, which is Applied Integrated Enterprises in Space, not Alea Eocta S because they got to be differenter, <laughs> in EVE Online has been war decked. Capsuleers are urged to follow the following wartime protocols. Message priority one. Condition red. This is not a drill. Message priority one. Condition red. This is not a drill. Pilots of Daxila Stranstella. Our alliance has been wardecked. This means that members of AIES can be attacked within higher security space without fear of Concord action. During this time pilots should be hypervigilant when traveling across New Eden. Remember to follow the following protocols in order to mitigate any risk while traveling across stargates, space stations or on missions. Number 1. Make sure that you check local chat often. Look for names labeled red with a white star. This is the enemy and they will try to kill you any chance they can. If you see enemy players in your local system, immediately dock into a space station. Number 2. Make sure you create undock points at all stations, to make sure you do not get trapped. Number 3. Learn how to harass enemy players by learning how to play the AFK game. Keep the enemy guessing by docking up in systems that they are active in. Stealth up in safe points and keep them guessing. Remember, paranoia is your friend and ally. Number 4. For goodness sake, never, ever, ever fly using your autopilot as this will expose you to danger. Fly true and fly right. Follow these tips and stay vigilant. If you have any questions, seek out Lord C. or Lankvera Sonzo for details about retribution towards our enemies. Or hail the AIE Empire. That was awesome. Who sent that in? Uh, I, I think Lank did. Ah, Lank did. <laughs> All right. We'll have to give him a shout out in the uh, WoW section. <laughs> And if that wasn't enough space battling for you, AIEU and the Test Alliance have also started a new war. Check out their thread in the AIE Universal Forum. 
So the angry pangolins, not pangolians, pangolins, ladies and gentlemen, want you. AIE's expeditionary force from MechWarrior Online wants you to join in on the giant robot stomping fun. To find out how to join the expedition, check out the MechWarrior Online Lances post in the Imperium Ludi section of the forum for details. And I don't know what this means, but I'm supposed to say, Sweetie Belle is freaking adorable. And apparently now Lank has a point and I have no points. <laughs> There's one. I'm at zero. <laughs> Woo! So with that, I think we can bring out Lank Theris and Nymphadora. Thank you both for joining us. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hello. There she is. So what are you guys here to talk to us about this week? Uh, we're here about the depreciating hostess market and why no one can get chocolate elves anymore. Of course we're talking here about talking about wow. <laughs> That's why I have my pan hat on. I look all awesome. No kidding. Yes, yeah, so you know, if you're not watching the video recording, Aludra's hat is awesome. I know. <laughs> in the perfect day, too, it's kind of drizzly, kind of raining here in Southern California. One yeah, and it's like an umbrella. Actually... Yeah, it'd be great. Either that or you're start, like flinging like, like, like little like gummy bears at your at your head and see if they stick and then you have the whole thing decorated with wet gummy bears but oh no that'd be gross it's real life elemental armor <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so yeah we're here to talk about wow because it's you know it's wow but anyway uh so it's been a super busy time in was a lot of you know uh the patch 5.1 is out Hope you've enjoying it. Lots of new changes, lots of new content, which I've only been able to see a tiny little bit of it because I've been busy. Uh, but with that, I want to kind of touch on a few topics when dealing with WoW, uh, particularly with the community and such, um, but kind of sort of emphasize how important the topics are. And personally, I, I, I personally invited Nymphadora to come on this uh, on this episode. So Nymph, say hi, introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Nymph. Um, I'm also Nevermore in game, and I am excited to be here. How excited are you? <laughs> so excited! <laughs> She's so excited. Her mic's tapping. <laughs> no, it was great because it's like you know I'm getting like these little tweets all all, all last night going, oh my god, what do I do? Oh my god, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Just relax, take a deep breath. Yeah, did you hear the news? Up. We're not exactly consummate yeah. professionals here. So, like, <laughs> what? Uh, are you kidding me? Look at me. You see this? The hat, everything. This is all professional. Uh, I'm, wa <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see my local like newscasters wear that hat during the during the the, the weather report. That'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, we can get hunts and make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Niff, tell us about yourself. I am new to AIE. Um, it'll be, well, kind of new because we joined in January, so it'll be almost a year. Um, but we joined WOW AIE in April. Um, so I have most of my characters here now, and Nymphadora is one of my main characters, and Nevermore is one of my other main characters that I play a lot. Um, and I'm just busy trying to do raiding and I helped out with the craft fair which was tons of fun and yeah just trying to stay busy and helpful and what'd you think of the uh, what'd you think of the craft fair as, as a relative newcomer into the AIE world going to a big event like that that we do well I had attended the previous one ah. um, the, the previous spring and I did jewel crafting with Tetsemi and Mikala and that was a lot of fun and this time when I heard that the alchemy captain had joined the military and the position was open, 
I had messaged Cyrene and said I would volunteer to do it. And it was crazy chaotic and busy and lots of herb counting. <laughs> How <laughs> hours bad was and the, hours uh, and hours of herb counting. Wow. How bad was the uh, application and the interview process? Did it, was that grueling? <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Okay. <laughs> well, here's where I'm going to put a like, nymph on the spot and say, so coming from, the, you know, it, a lot of us have been in AIA for a long, 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 long time, so we forget how things are on the outside of things. But with Nymph being here and she, you know, being um, relatively new to the guild, can you kind of give us like an, you know, like an, an idea of what life was before you joined AIE? Was it better? Was it worse? And how do you find things out now? Um, well, we came from a different server, and it was kind of busy, but our guild wasn't very big and a lot of the people stopped playing during Cataclysm so guild chat was kind of dead a lot of the time um, they kept trying to bring in more people but the new people didn't really ever talk to each other or want to do anything so um, my boyfriend Alanya and I we would try and do old school runs things like that to get people busy and excited but it didn't work very much um, so being in AIE is a huge difference just with how many people are asking to do different raids and instances or just need help out in the world questing. Like, it's just, there's a lot going on in guild chat and in vent. So for me, it's more exciting because I used to stand around in org if I had nothing to do. I'd just stand around in Orgrimmar and, like, check Facebook and not really do anything. Oh, did you so... play Don't Step in the Lava in Orgrimmar? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> we should totally have a day where we go do that. Yeah, it's really fun. People watch you jump around. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, can't step in lava. <laughs> and they're like, there's real lava in this game. Did you I know used, that? You know, I used to play that game at home, hot lava, where you jump from furniture to furniture to furniture. Yeah. Yeah. The floor is hot lava. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that was long. It was like weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, although I... I I did the same thing as well, where I used to just hang in like the capital city. And so I'm very glad my slash played probably reflects that because that's not something I do anymore ever again. Like, I don't want to yeah. see that number, but I know that a lot of it was me just sitting there like doing many other things. But now when I'm actually in the game, I'm usually doing something. So it's a much more efficient someone's use of time. Someone's not being an officer. See, someone's not a WoW officer. You can tell because you're not sitting in the game going, okay. Not everything belongs in the first tab. We don't want gray items. Thank you for the million stacks of coarse stone, but honestly, please put uh, please put the crafting stuff in the crafting tab. I can totally mess, relate to that, though. And don't mess with my organization theme, guys. Seriously, I'm sorry. You see, uh, Nymph, what, not since you have a paladin, you can do um, you can join me in what. A game we used to play back in the old days of Shatrath, back in Burning Crusade, is that you try to get as many paladins together and fly up as very as, as high up in the air as you can, right over like a super populated space, then dismount, and then paladin bomb, and then bubble at the last minute and like land on someone and freak them the hell out because they're like, <laughs> ah, where'd you go? ah, damn paladins. Oh. I haven't played that, but my boyfriend and I used to go there, and um, since he's a mage, we would do slow fall and see if we could, like, it was like skydiving, kind of. <laughs> so we used to do that. But I'll have awesome. to try the Paladin one. Yeah, no, it's really, it's also kind of cool is that right before you, you hit the ground, you, you pop your wings. So everyone's got wings and all some bubbles, and they're like going, oh, it's like, what's all this light and, like, sparkly? Oh, it's just Paladins again. <laughs> if you had wings and slow fall, that would be awesome. 
that would be awesome. Well, I mean, as a as a druid, you could in in theory rower bomb, where you can like target a critter or something, and then right before you hit the ground, you can shift into bear form and charge, and then you you take no damage for falling, you know, any amount of distance. I yeah, kind of but... do that with battle pets. I fly in on my panda, and you know they take half damage from fall. So I've got it calculated. I know exactly where it looks like that I take no damage now. So I land in front of the critter and go, rah, and I, I battle. I've scared oh. people. Oh, we're nerds. God. I think everyone listening to this podcast already knew that. We are yes. easily entertained. Well, our, our secret's out. No. no. But seriously, not a secret for me. I'm all over the place going, look, I do this thing. But seriously, now it's like we need. You know, see, this is where I work. See, this is where Lank gets all serious business. Oh, oh no. serious Lank. Serious business. Oh yeah, whatever. Uh, so, topic number one. Um, we've kind of received about well, the officers have received a fair amount of complaints in the last few few weeks, and these are coming from both established members and new members uh, about the nature of the guild itself. Well, with Pit, we we'll miss the Pandaria with well, any major expansion. Um, we have a big influx of people. Uh, with Pandaria, we have received an influx of 1,000 brand new to the guild people. Not, you know, you know, returning players, not, you know, I used to play and now I'm back. No, 1,000 brand new. I don't know what AIE really is all about, except for what I might have heard from the instance or the morning stream or other avenues. So with that comes some growing pains because... Most people come from a very, very different guild environment when it comes Heck to these yeah. kind of games. I mean, it's We're very, unique. very different. No, we are a special little snowflake. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed we are. <laughs> now, you know, new players are accustomed to, to a different kind of culture. They're a bit more, you know, there's blue jokes, there's, you know, mama jokes. You know, it's, you know everything kind of goes. Well, you know, and AIE, uh, older AIE players are used to kind of knowing, you know, what the, what, was that been referred to as the AIA kind of way, and that they're, they'll complain. You know, newer players are kind of unruly. They're taking over guild chat. They're talking about inappropriate things. Um, but let me be, be clear with this: is that this was totally expected. We've been doing this for several years now. Cycles, and, folks. You know, cycles. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it has once begun. It started, and now it's ended. But it'll begin again once again. The circle of life, or parallelogram of life, however you want to call it. So. The other thing, too, is that people have to realize that AIE doesn't exist in a vacuum. Uh, our nature of what we do is, is always changing. Although we have that kind of core belief and core structure on what the guild is going to be is, well, it, what it is, as people come, as people go, there's changes. You know, there's there's a little bit of difference in, in the environment and in the nature of things. This change is inevitable, and get used to it. Embrace it. Um, don't see it as, oh my God, you know, the, it, it, the guild's awful. There's only those people. No, these are brand new guildies who kind of are, are here to kind of experience what we're all about as a way, you know, and, and for, you know, these are new members of five man. These are brand new members to raid teams. These are new members for events and such. So look at it in the positive. Beware of what I oftentimes refer to as the old timey disease. Basically, but you know, things were better in my day. Well, back when I first started AIE, this, 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 this. You know, get don't fall into that trap. Um, with that, also, new players need to understand that AIE as a guild, like I mentioned before, is very different from a traditional guild experience. I saw that, Zod. Uh, 
What? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's 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 very very different. It's it's you know people say you know it should be this horrible like mass of like voices. It really is not. There's actually a lot of organization in the chaos. So, and with that, we have the officers and our other members have high expectations of how you're supposed to behave and how do you react, interact with other guildmates and fellow players on Earth and Ring. You know, um, Nymph, if you want to add any kind of thing to this, you know, you, you've been on the outside, now the inside. How do you think that relates? And if you have, have any like insight on that. Well, I think that um, new members who I've noticed that join, um, like when an officer calls out somebody on caps, for example, they just, it seems silly at first. Um, I don't think that they necessarily understand that there are so many people, and, and it's different, you know, at night when there's not very many people on, and I think that maybe somebody then might get it versus somebody during the day where chat is really just flying by. And it's just, it's being polite to everybody else, um, especially like something like that where it's supposed to be yelling at each other. Um, but just little things like being nice to people and trying to be respectful overall, I think, is the overall goal of all of that. Um, I know some people take it as being a bad thing when the officers have to talk to somebody, but it's just, it's gentle crowd control. It's not to, meant to like hurt people's feelings or upset anyone. It's just little subjects I think can blow up into big debates. And I think sometimes that also upsets people when they're reminded that there's forums for that because not everybody does check the forums. Check the forums, um, folks. Check the forums. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, the but forums. But not even just about small, you know, small topics, but like somebody will bring up politics. Well, that's one of the topics that's kind of, it gets heated really quick, especially when you're reading text and you can't tell the tone of somebody's comments. So it's just little things. And I think over time that most people kind of, start to adapt to just, you know, being respectful to everybody else. But I think it just takes time, especially when a lot of those people are, are coming from other servers and other guilds where it's not that way. Can I yeah. say just one thing, how crazy that sounds? It takes time for people to become respectful to each other. But, but it really but does. It, it really does. I know. No, uh, it but... really does. No, it really does because, you know, I got a couple of balls and a couple of other, other, other servers there, and I'll go ahead and talk to the folks there or, you know, Case in point, uh, example. Uh, let's compare like an apple to a weird grapefruit. You know, the the culture that we have in AIE, we transport and port it into Eve Online, and we're fairly respectful. But you should see some of the horrible, deplorable things people say in local. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, it's like you know, uh, I used to think that you know, you know, what we saw in Trade Chat and in on Earth and Wing was Earth and Ring was bad. Oh my God! Local and you know around Jita is awful i mean it's like you know it's like do you do you kiss your mother wife children with that mouth <laughs> well it's and like, also well they're, they're not saying they're typing so I, I i think i think another thing to keep in mind is when you have a guild of 20 people you can have conversations in guild chat that's completely feasible but when you have a guild of essentially when you're connecting to greenwall you're connecting to potentially there's over 9,000 characters and yes, over 9,000. I, I, I will say that. Um, so basically when you're chatting in Greenwall, you're using a megaphone. And mm -hmm. yes. the, so it's, it's, it's not really like chatting with folks is fine. But we, if you look at guild chat and the last eight things that were said were all you, 
you might be overdoing it a little bit. You might be monopolizing <laughs> Guild Chat a little bit. So it's just something to keep in mind that your audience is a lot larger than you think it is. Even if it they, is. there's there's a lot of people who have probably never said anything in Guild Chat ever, that doesn't mean they're not listening. Yeah, yeah it doesn't well, mean you're not reading. Yeah. And Until that, that one topic comes up where all the quiet people want to voice their opinions <laughs> and then it just explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we well, actually got we got an email from a relatively new guildie, uh, Grizzleflots, who mentioned one of the things they noticed different about our guild chat was that for the number of people in the guild who must be getting achievements all the time, there wasn't a whole lot of gratzing and you know way to goes and appreciation. And we had to explain to them, we, you know, we we could have one, two, three hundred, a thousand people in guild chat when it gets really busy, and with all that many people playing, wow, there's somebody making an achievement every second, and if everyone in Seriously. WoW tried to grats everybody who made an achievement every second, it'd be nothing but a wall of grats the whole time, so yeah. Th- yeah. that's a difference, and sometimes, you know, it, maybe it may not feel that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling that we love each other, but we really, really do. The best thing to do in those cases is actually whisper people, because that way it doesn't flood Greenwall, and uh, I think people mm-hmm. actually take it, it's, it's a more friendly thing if you go out of your way to whisper them. Yeah. yeah, I get a few gratzes via whispers no matter what's going on. Sometimes I don't even realize anybody else saw the achievement I got because it's green. It's massive. It I had to turn achievements off yes. yeah. because yes. it was just – it was so much. I had to turn it all off and put it in a separate window, and then I turned the window off because that was just crazy. And um, so whenever I get an achievement and somebody notices, they whisper me, and that's really cool. You're right. Yeah, I always I like, like that. that. It's more personable. It, it's mm-hmm. yeah. It's internalizing. It's making it a bit more. Uh, you know. Um, you know. It, it's it. It's a lot more earnest that way. I mean, for instance, the other day I got actually yesterday, uh, there there was a, a guildy. I forget his name. What what his name was. Um, he was having trouble because of the patch because all his all his um add-ons were broken. So I yep. took time out of. <laughs> I took I you know I took some time and I was just discussing them in, in whispers. Have you tried this? Try to do that. This, that, that, that. And I got a, pri- a you know, I got a uh, direct mail from him and saying, oh, you know what? Thank you very much for spending some time helping me sort this out. I finally got it with the work. And it's like, see, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know? So well, it goes, you know, it, a little it, goes a long way. And also, like, uh, I know that um, when I logged in, the first add-on I noticed that was broken was Ark Inventory. And I think a million souls cried out and then were silenced that Ark Inventory was broken. And um, at first there was people saying, oh, you know, if you just go to blah, 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 and there's a simple fix, like you can comment out one line of the XML file. And then I think they've updated it and it has been fixed since then. But uh, so Tetsemi, one of the officers is like, you know what? I'm just going to post in the forums. Like it's a really simple fix, replace this line. And that's the sort of thing. It's like, that's why I really love this community and that it was, oh, this is broken. Oh, I know how to fix this. Oh, I can share this with thousands of people. And that's one of the things that's like the turnaround on that is really amazing for the like huge community that we have that everyone really wants to make everyone's game experience a better thing. And that's one of the reasons I stuck around for as many years as I have. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and I, I point back to, you know, you know, have you got, you know, we all remember reading the initial AA policy and the reference of behavior and how, what do we expect from our members? (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I highly recommend, you know, even us old timey folks going back and reread because we do, you know, we do change it from time to time, but, you know, you know, you know, refresh your understanding. You remember that ignorance isn't, the, isn't a you know ignorance of the rules isn't the policy. It's never an excuse, and um, you know to the you know our established folks. You know remember, you know you might have heard more than once someone say referred to as the AIE way, which is basically a fancy way of saying paying it forward. 
um, I can tell you, I can tell you now that this is one of the few social constructs, you know, a guild, fan, you know, like, fancy way of saying guild, where, you know, if you've ever been in a raid in AIE and you've you and you've had a situation where the the uh, members are arguing with each other heatedly over who should get the loot, not because they deserve it, but you know your your gear is worse here, you take it. You know, it's like this whole hot potato. No, you, you need it more. No, no, you need it more. No, you need it more. <laughs> I like to call yeah, that. Yeah, more. the martyr loot system. Loot martyring. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the loot martyr system. It's like, you know, I, I have brand new people saying, "Is this for real?" Honestly, yes. is this for real? Goes, oh yeah, this is the third time this has happened to me in a month. This is utterly unreal. Mm-hmm. Where I don't have people screaming and crying and you know flailing around and calling each other horrible names, you know, commenting on their their mother's like you know background. It's like this is unreal. This this is not supposed to happen to a group like this. Well, well that's it, what happens in AIE. It, it, I mean, yeah. it struck me as funny in that I I talked to a coworker. That um, they were also raiding. I think this is when I had first joined AIE, and uh, they were also uh, part of a raiding guild. And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm part of a like guild. We have a whole bunch of raiding teams." And they were like, "Oh really?" And so I started describing. And they were like, "Well, what loot systems do you do you use? Suicide Kings?" I'm like, "No, we use Loot Martyr." And they're like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Everyone else <laughs> gives the gear to everyone else until someone finally says, "Fine, I'll take the upgrade, thanks." And they, they were no. just amazed that they're like, "Well, what kind of con- like how high of content?" I'm like, "Oh, we have raid teams that have beat all of the content, like hundred <laughs> percent. You know, like the, it's we're we're not." I wouldn't call AIE a hardcore raiding guild, but there are certainly groups within AIE that absolutely fit that bill. Like they are doing bleeding edge content that I could not do, but they certainly do that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, I, I remember when the uh, the guild started getting really into raiding uh, hardcore. There was kind of like this weird the fear and, and trepidation. Like Back and like that. Crazy Uncle come sit in my lap. <laughs> I just gave myself chills. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, you know, a lot of us sitting around kind of fretting and kind of worried. It's like, you know, we're going to have to introduce the concept of DKP. How do we handle it, you know, group, you know, guild-wise? You know, it's like, and that's when we decided, you know, screw it, split it away, you know, not make it a thing. And um, you need to write larger, Zod. I can't read that. <laughs> and um, and it, it, we were just worried. It's like, you know, you know, there's going to be these humongous fights about loot and drama and this and that. And we look at the the at the situation now, and we like giggle to ourselves, going, "It was really not such a big deal, at all." And we don't understand why it's such a big deal with other guilds, or why it's allowed to get to that point, because it's it's you know. Yeah. And, but then what's again, it's. Really, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, what's really awesome about AIE is the officers in the raid teams, because several of us raid. Um, if we try to pull rank. On anybody, oh. we would be laughed out of the raid team. <laughs> you would be laughed out. I'd get a and text then... message, a phone call, like, you hear that? What? It's like, oh my god. Did you hear Aludra try to say she's an officer, so she needs that chest piece? Not only would I be laughed out of my raid, it would be announced in Greenwall. <laughs> I'd be laughed out of Greenwall. And then I'd she would messaged. hang her head in shame. Yes. <laughs> Well, and it, it was also really amusing in that I the one of the first times I had actually subbed in on a raid team when I was like uh, when I had first become an officer, uh, someone in in the raid team was like, oh, you know, an officer's here. We really need to watch our language. And the first thing I said was like, OK, step one is everyone in this raid team over 18. 
Okay, everyone's over 18. Step two, we're in a private raid channel. Have at, folks. Like, as long as you all understand what you're saying to each other is in a re- still respectful, despite some of the salty language that might happen in a raid mm-hmm. team. Like, AAE has no policies against people using, you know, blue language invent as long as everyone, as long as you're in a private channel, which are all the raid channels, and everyone understands that's what's happening. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. all we ask. Those yeah, D&D tags are there for a reason. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean um, donuts in... Yeah. Or Dungeons Ducks. & Dragons for those of us that yeah. are huge nerds. <laughs> no, no, when I when I first became an officer, they said, oh, so this means um, the GM actually cares about your DPS now. And when I was done laughing, I said, if you have a problem with my DPS, you can send an email to officers at AIE-Guild.org. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> No, but but the thing is, is that you know, and you know, it's actually a very simple, uh, simple process, and and it was best described to me when I was listening to the conversation that someone was having with Stig all those years around. We we're saying, you know, why I love this place and why it seems to work. It's like, for as involved as we might be in the you know the rules we may necessarily impose on guild chat, the reason this works is that we treat everyone like an adult. We treat everyone like an adult, and with that treatment of adult comes an expectation of behavior. And since you are an adult, we expect you to, to you know, to comport yourself as an adult. If you can't comport yourself as an adult, you all know what happens there. <laughs> yeah. Did you just make up a word? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, this would be another good point for Nymphadora to jump in on, I think. Yep. Oh, I was just going to say step three is profit. <laughs> <laughs> If I can only figure out a way to get myself and all the officers paid to do what they're doing, I find figure out a way. Yeah, because it because that's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, no. I'd take any pay. I would, and I'd be grateful for it because you oh. know I'm still jobless. But no, no, it's, it's funny because I, I have a I have a friend in now. He plays WoW on the Alliance side, and uh, he, he, yeah, I know. And he, he heard from my wife saying, hey, you're, you're, you know, I'm a guild master. Goes, oh, wow. Well, you must have, like, the best gear in the entire guild. I'm like, I'm <laughs> no. for <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm like, for And, like, goes, like what's your, your, your score? He's like, 470-something. I'm like, dude, I am nowhere near that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you're the guild master. So, Offer, officership in this guild does not guarantee you having the best gear. In well, fact, it, it actually have, it actually dictates that you're probably gear. rating less than other people are. Yeah. <laughs> well, and just as far as the AIE, like how nice people are, and how you said people kind of argue over gear and stuff. Um, our read team today, this morning, we went into the Mogashan vaults, and um, one of the people from my team walked up and traded with me and he's like here's a new chess piece and two gems to go with it and the enchant and i was like thank you and he's like oh here's your trinket deck too so you can turn that in in a week and i was like whoa, whoa. i was like thanks Ooh, does this person need like, a new friend <laughs> I know. so i'm like are you just being nice or did last week go really bad and you're trying to tell me something <laughs> no it's it's it, it's you pay it forward you know that's just the way it works you know, and uh, you know, 
to top, just not touch upon the, the you know the dark side of things. You know, if, if you do come across a guild member who just doesn't get it, or is purposely being rude or belligerent, or you know, believe it or not, there are people out there who actually get off being dis- disruptive and, and evil and mean and spiteful. Because it's um, anonymous. Yeah. yeah. First things first, the internet is not anonymous. If you think you're an anonymous, oh, we have <laughs> have a discussion. Yeah, Link no can thing. really disabase you of that really oh, quickly. It's frightening how it's, quickly it's, Link can prove to you that it's not anonymous. <laughs> it's like it, I, I oftentimes joke around. It's like for fifteen bucks and an email address, I can find out where you live, what you had for lunch, and what you drive today. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's not anonymous. And so, when you run into a, a person who's putting a particular tool. Um, you know, provide us the officers with as much information as possible. And you can do it via, you know, game whispers, via email, talk to us in vent, talk to us in vent. Um, yes, you know, we're, we're hanging out in the broiler room. Yeah, you know, you know, and I, the, 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 what we ask folks is, you know, provide as much information detail as possible. Screen captures, if you get them, there's always great. Uh, officers will then deal with the offending uh, player. And, uh, you know, there's, um, there's, uh, you all know, you all. Know, You've all heard of the quote unquote the golden rule, right? He who has the gold rules. Right? Yeah. No. Well, no, but yeah, the, the, in the real world, though. not in WoW and in our house. If I had all the gold, that would rule. Yeah, yes, that would rule. I like that one too. Yeah, and as a you know, as every like you know like you know, every terrorist comes to your house because like you've got gold, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you've all heard of the golden rule. You know, treat others like you want to be treated. Well, I go one step further in that. In that the fact that the way I want to be treated isn't necessarily how you, Eludra, want to be treated, or you, Gomez, or um, or Yuzad, or Nymph. There's people who really like to be fond upon, and yeah, help me out. I guess. Then there's like a bit more rugged individuals who are like, just leave me alone. I'll do my thing. You know, I don't need that much help. So I've supplanted the golden rule with referred to as the platinum rule, which is treat those how they want to be treated. Some people just want to say, need a simple, hey, thank you very much. Some people need an awful lot of help. But the way the Platinum Rules means is that you have to form a relationship with the person you're dealing with. You have to kind of get to know the person. It goes a long way. And, and, you know, and you'd be surprised how the majority of these altercations are just, you know, can be dealt with this. Or just mm-hmm. the miscommunication or, you know, a simple touch on the shoulder by you knowing them or getting an officer involved. Help helps the situation and for those truly jerky you know i almost used a swear word but i didn't who uh i i i remembered you i i had this little image of gomez going in my head going Uh, no it just means i have to edit more it's fine i've done it before i know but you know for the for those truly unenlightened we we the officers quickly show them the exit way which is mm-hmm. conveniently lighted off, you know, with several lights and several like safety lights. And we will then flares probably remove you from the guild and wish you well on your wild adventures. Yeah. We really do want people to enjoy the game their way. If their way isn't our way, well, we're happy to help them find their way. Yeah. yeah. If their, if their way happens to coincide with what, what, how we work and how we believe in great. If it doesn't let us help you find a guild that'll help you for that. And and so. to be honest, like uh, Nymph, you're you're a relatively new person in AIE. I I I think you can probably speak to how difficult the AIE policies are to abide by. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I mean it's it, it's really like use common sense and treat people decently. I think those are kind of like the that the... pretty much covers it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
very, yeah, it's go. just, it's, it's common sense. And, and that goes along with, um, you know, what Link was saying about how to contact people, like to get the officer's email or whisper an officer, like those are the right ways to go about it. But a lot of people, um, get frustrated and upset and they'll bring it up in guild chat. And then that's just another one of those topics that it's going to fuel a fire because it's a private matter. You know, people will be like, well, so-and-so that's not AIE like, cause they ran ahead of me during this daily and stole this, or they picked this herb before I got there. You know, people need to just take a step back, take a breath, try to talk to that person first and just say, you know, I, you know, you could whisper them and just be like, did you see me? You know, like not in a mean way, but I mean, that way it kind of stops it before it has to go to the officers too. You know, if people try and be nice to each other and bring it up that way. But. Well, it's not just that. Sometimes computers, your computer can be a way better than theirs. Sitting here with my husband, I often see him way before he can see me. Yeah, I got the better computer. I'm awesome. But um, everyone is shocked. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I built it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, wait a minute. Um, but no, she what happens is sometimes... to catch <laughs> Exactly. But uh, no, uh, sometimes I'll just come in and I'll be waiting there and I'm like, hey, hey. And he's like, what? I don't even see you. And I look at his monitor and sure enough, it's not loaded yet. And then there's phasing issues and the server could be laggy. Just There's a bunch of things. It's not always somebody being malicious. Yeah, sometimes it's just you don't, you know, it's just the nature of of the internet. It's just the way it is. Yep. Yeah. No, but uh, but yeah, and which you know, top comes into topic number two that I want to talk about, which is that of communication, and the um, I can't emphasize how really, really important it is to get to know your guildmates, and um, that means visiting the and reading the forums often. Uh, if you use Twitter, and I have a user Twitter, follow the the Twitter feed. The guild's Twitter feed at, at AIE that underscore guild. Uh, guild. Uh, check the community website often. Uh, you go through a lot of trouble and effort to put stuff up there that we find that, you know is relevant to our to our members. You know, listen to this very this this podcast or video cast. Um, and the one thing that's you know underutilized, and I wish it wasn't, use Ventrilo whenever you can. You know, it's one thing. You know, having a relationship with someone via chat, via text, it's a whole different arena. If you can actually sit there and vent and talk to people and get to know what they're about, you know, you'd be surprised who you meet. You know, we've you know, we've had people you know form long-standing relationships. You know, Gomez, I've met you. Zod, I've seen you several times. I go to a Ludra's house and harass her every once in a while. Oh yeah. Um, and that's not to say if you join Vent, Link's going to come over to your house and harass you. Just he to might. be clear, I'm just, just it's it's, it's a thing that might happen. I <laughs> just might. Yeah, you never know. It's like I tell people that. I told like, him I baked cookies. That was a mistake. Oh, he came over. Cookie the, pie. Cookie pies. Oh, the discussion about cookie, cookie pies. Pie. You see what you're missing in Vent? You're not learning about you know you know Lank's idea for cookie pies. Yes, yes, that's how I, I first spoke to Nymphadora actually last night before the show. See, we there were you go. Talking about cookie pies. Yeah, you, I still I'm say it's an it's an abomination. Yeah, I'm yeah join you. Vent and I'll, I'll give you my personal recipe for bacon wrapped French toasted waffle cakes. Ooh. Oh, you know? Oh, did you see? There's like a recipe now for chicken fried bacon with a side of bacon gravy. I gotta try Ooh. that. Welcome to Recipe Talk with AIE. <laughs> oh, it's like Guild Chat. 
But you see, this goes to show, this is some of the crazy wackiness that goes on in Vent all the time. And I'm looking at you and talking to you, members of the guild who are out there listening to this or might listen to this. Come into Vent, introduce yourselves, talk to me. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. Listen to me rant about my little pony and why Gomez isn't getting involved in it. I just be on me. You know, so we'll talk, we're talking to you. We'll talk to like you. Like Ferris, the, the GM that cares. Yes. Yeah, you know, thanks for getting me addicted to that, by the way. You're welcome. I heard you <laughs> I heard you could quite a collector too. Yeah, you and Shoujo got me addicted to the little tiny ponies that come in the little random packs that you get at Toys R Us. And I have to go and like touch the bags and feel like what they feel like to see which kind of pony it is. Well, the first one's free, ladies and gentlemen. The first one's <laughs> really? free. Well, well, let me clarify this. The, the way she originally described it is I go in there and molest the bags. <laughs> Shoujo. This is, this is what happens when Shoujo gets involved. You get ponies. I got Princess Celestia. See, I, I got Pinkie Pie. You know, I've infected almost the entire officer corps, except for Gomez and I. Not me. Uh, 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 about, Zod you know, gave it a shot. <laughs> to be fair, Zod gave it an earnest go. It just It's wasn't a him. very cute cartoon. I do think it's awesome. I just don't get, get it. it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't get it either until I was preparing to go to N12, which that's where I met you, Ludra, but I don't mm-hmm. think we've talked really before then. But no. Um, I was making jewelry with the My Little Pony stuff in it because I'm like, oh, everybody talks about it all the time. And then the officers dressed up like them. And I'm just like, okay, begrudgingly, so more of the show. Begrudgingly, the <laughs> officers you know, dressed up like you. <laughs> as much as you did. You had a great time. So I don't want to hear. You great, had a really good time. Great no, you time. had fun. And I've got video evidence. You created memory. <laughs> I've, I created no, a I will never true. run for political office. That's for darn sure. <laughs> well, he loved it, um, everyone. I think he this podcast it. had more to do with that. Oh, that's probably true, <laughs> yes. But um, I, you, you see the crazy conversation? This happens all the time in Vent. All the time in Vent. Not even in the channel, in the landing pad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if you come, you know, come in and talk to me, I can guarantee you, sooner or later, I will say something that will ca- cause you to eject liquid out of your nose, guaranteed. <laughs> Which is really great. We're not even drinking anything. <laughs> I know that's terrible. Oh. I, I remember many a raid t- raid night where I had my, you know, my, you know, UDC, the folks in UDC, rolling down, laughing, and saying, "I've got grape soda on my screen. Thank you, Lank. That's never going to come out." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, my work here is done. <laughs> but, you know, uh, speaking you have- of UDC, I think I think we need to throw the challenge down to uh, Alakaz now that he's 90. Get it back uh, going again. That's true. Oh, there you go. Gauntlet's thrown now. <laughs> Heaven for, of course, at my raid, I'll never get their raid because my gear is so crappy. <laughs> I, uh, I understand that. That's a call and, out for uh, upgrades, people. No, no. No, it's, it's a call out to start running with him when he logs in, but he always logs in on the wrong tune to upgrade. I got well, to run with Link. We ran an instance right when Mop came out. I yeah, think we did. He ran with we, me. Yeah, with the J Palace. And that was the last instance Link ever ran. No, I'm actually <laughs> running a lot of like randoms, but I'm finding them way too easy, and it's kind of better with people you know. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, because we all suck. We'll yeah. make it harder. Because yeah. that's really what it sounded like you were saying. That's not true. <laughs> you guys are all too easy. I'm going to go find some people who aren't very good. 
Let's get back on track to item number three that I think Link wanted to bring up. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, Gomez. Anyway, so number three is feedback. Um, The officers in WoW, basically the entire AIEGC, which is what we're calling ourselves now, really, really want to hear what you have to say, both good and bad. Um, If something's going well, that tells us that, okay, keep on doing it, make it better. If something goes bad, pear-shaped, don't keep it to yourself. Let us know, and we'll try to go ahead and address it and fix the issue. Um, you know, it's it's a we you know we're not mind readers, so we don't necessarily know what we you know we get an idea of what's working, but we also don't necessarily have an, an on the ground you know idea of what isn't working, or if you have problems, or if this is not, or mommy is acting up, or someone keeps stealing your porridge, or. Accusad stole your underpants. You know, is you, you need to go ahead and yeah. let us know what's going on. I was on. totally acquitted of those. <laughs> Step three, profit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, family shows. But, family show, Lank. Family show. Family. Family. We'll save oh. that for the AIE podcast after dark. We yes. need to. No, we we still need to do some kind of after dark thing. Like, I'm not editing that thing. Someone else can edit that show. Gomez is like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> but but that is all I have to say for today. Unless Infidor has anything to ask or say, or you guys have to say anything, or I run out of popcorn and drinks. Which I'm I just think drinks. that, um, you know, with being respectful to each other and things like that, that sometimes the people in AIE who aren't officers need to take a step back and really kind of Think about how much you all do um, just as far as behind the scenes. I mean, like posting things in the forums and announcing things like that and doing the podcast and the meetings and the guild halls. Like there's a lot that goes on behind the events and things like that that I don't think people necessarily remember when they get talked to about stuff. So, Well, it's really oh. crazy to think about even I had friends who were officers before I became an officer. And when I became an officer, I thought I knew I was what I was getting into. I thought I knew what I was agreeing to. I did. I even knew Link. I thought, hey. Yeah. What goes in the day to day, what goes into managing 9,000 people is absolute lunacy. And only the crazy of us seem to be the ones who go, yeah, I can do that. I know what I'm getting into. You know, it, it's all about how you see things, you know. Um, I, I, I see once, with my eyes. I, I, I had a former co- uh, co-worker who used to play WoW, and he used to come up to me and goes, you're not hardcore. You're not a hardcore player. You no, know, you're, you're not because, you know, you don't do it. You don't really raid all that much. You, you, you're not hardcore. And then I mentioned said conversation with my, to my wife, who after she stopped laughing for 15 <laughs> minutes straight, goes, you do realize that this has become your, your avocation, your second job. Yeah, you don't raid. But the amount of time and preparation and sp- time you spent in front of the keyboard and talking to people about stuff is maddening. It's ridiculous. Well, I it's just the amount of time you spend in WoW, and I'm not even talking about logged into the game, just thinking about WoW and working on WoW and doing other things for WoW in a day is mm-hmm. huge. And then you get to actually log in, and by the time you do, you're kind of like, man. I'm worn out. I'm tired of WoW. <laughs> I'm worn out. No, it's like you know, it's like I'm no. Tired of this game. No, it's like case in point. It's like this weekend is going to be like my first like really like do nothing weekend. So what am I doing? I'm inviting like half the Southern California like Alpha Squad down to my house to plan out the BlizzCon thing. 
Yeah, no, it, we got to start like, BlizzCon now yeah. for next October. You're, you have to be a special kind of crazy to give up your Sunday afternoon to hang out at my house and talk WoW. Like, oh, let me let me go ahead and ask, and maybe uh, accidentally pull Johnson. Are we still talking about the amazing Undercity idea that was floated around last time? Even better. Awesome. Actually. We're going uh, Dalaran, guys. I, Dalaran uh, made better, involved. Better than Dalaran. I, I, I'm going to drive down there if I have to quit my job to do it. Because <laughs> last year I got, or not last year, the last time BlizzCon was, I had the time off and then I didn't miraculously have the time off. This year it's happening. It is happening. Yeah. I'm driving down. Because I'm going to be there. No. And God, I heard I'm getting God. kidnapped no matter what. <laughs> and that my yeah. name's already been tossed into help, which I haven't heard of anything, but they're like, oh, you're going no matter now, what. Now, for you folks there who says, oh, you know, I want to go to BlizzCon or I can't afford a ticket because you don't need don't to buy, buy a ticket. ticket. Don't, don't buy, buy a ticket. ticket. Well, Just I mean, come to the guild hall. If you Just want to and can afford it, buy a ticket because we yes, want to support please. Blizzard. We want to, but yeah. there is enough stuff going on that you will not have a poor time if you cannot afford a ticket and can just afford a plane ticket. That's now last year. Last year we had the stream going up on a projector, and people with tickets actually were not down there for the opening <laughs> ceremonies and announcements. Instead, right. they were with the us. God was sitting right next to me. That at the was me. <laughs> and and Link. We were all sitting there laughing because it was just so much more convenient. First off, you had better seats for the announcements. And then we were all together so we could make all the jokes we wanted and didn't have to shout them across the Coliseum. Third, <laughs> I was there because I never can afford a ticket. Um, <laughs> and then um, when you, you don't have to deal with the masses of people trying to all leave at the same time. It's just everybody was there. It's and a then, lot you know, of standing and, in line. And, <laughs> and You're and not missing thing, anything. And one thing that we had that didn't have it at, at – BlizzCon proper, which made it all the all the better, was that we had an inebriated Wormwood. Oh, oh. we had a bar too. <laughs> yeah, that we was had awesome. that was absolute hilarity <laughs> between him and Epic Beard Man and drinking a blue. Oh, girl. Epic Beard guy was awesome. <laughs> Just the, the, the it's like you know oh, there wasn't man. a moment. Uh, there wasn't the a moment. Of, we got. The stories we got. I don't know. Be be I will not bring a pink wig. You know it's. You it's get like purple. <laughs> we, we make a joke. Oh, dude! <laughs> we make a joke every year. Secrets. We make a joke every year that you know, you know, Lank has a Chris Metzen moment, where he has an, a little like altercation with Chris Metzen. Well, that year happened. That thing happened again last year. Well, the last one, and Aludra got to then deal with the aftermath. Nothing bad, but just hilarious. The point where we sit around and talk about it, we're like bent over laughing because it's just yeah, you know, we can't believe we can't believe we ate the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's our show for this evening. We want to thank both Lank Theris and Nymphador for joining us. Uh, next week we'll be talking to the amazing people who probably have their hands full in AIE Swotor. That's right. Stay tuned as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Mega Minute. Ask Miss Mulgra, Overly Dramatic News, and Aludra's Pets. But first, if you need to reach us, our email address is podcast at aie-guild.org. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accusod. And Aludra is at Ac- uh, Aludra's at Accusod, too. That's how crazy we are. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Aludra <laughs> is at Aludra underscore AIE. Our guest Twitter, is, uh, Langtheris, is at Langtheris. Uh, Nymph, do you have a, a Twitter you want to throw out there? Uh, quoted Nevermore, I believe. 
Yes, it is. Oh, it's yeah. At Quota Nevermore. It was at the they top of the show notes. So I'm no, sorry. I forgot to move that down. <laughs> I didn't see that part down there. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry about it. And if you want to watch us do this live, you can join us every Thursday evening at www.theaiepodcast.com. And if you couldn't join us live, you can always find us on YouTube at YouTube slash user slash the AIE podcast. All right, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Thanks much. Bye. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website, a one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub? Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta dash est dash gaming dash community and register put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that aie has to offer that's www.meetup.com slash alea dash eocta dash est dash gaming dash community aie where all the nice people on the internet are Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Mega Code, a minicast on all things Holy Power. This week I give a brief synopsis on the 10-man normal Garazal the Spirit Binder encounter in the Mogoshan Vault raid from a Holy Paladin point of view. This boss is basically a one-phase fight with a softened rage at 20% where it becomes a DPS and healing race to kill or be killed. Two special mechanics constitute the major points of this fight. Voodoo dolls in the normal world and obtaining your DPS or healing buff by entering the spirit world. So in the normal world, one tank and two others will be linked with the voodoo doll spell which transfers damage that the tank receives to the other two players. Now what I do to heal through this is beacon of light the tank while throwing a Holy Radiance onto the other two voodoo players, backed up with a Holy Shock and Word of Glory. Everyone receives Splash Heals from the Holy Radiance and Daybreak, while the tank receives heals through the beacon. If a player gets too low, then I'd use a Quick Flash of Light or an Infusion of Light proc Divine Light to bump them back up, especially when it comes to the ranged. It's important to rotate healing cooldowns while healing in the normal realm. This definitely becomes a little more easier as you come out of your rotation from within the Spirit Realm with the Mana Regen buff. Now in order to be successful in healing everyone within the normal realm, you must as a healer rotate into the spirit realm to obtain the 35 second buff Spiritual Innervation, which bumps up your mana regen. Now in the spirit realm, your goal is to heal the 2 DPS and yourself up to full health, then when 10 seconds is left on the crossed over debuff, use your extra action button to cross back over into the normal realm to help with the heavy damage going on there. Healing in the spirit world was very simple even with everyone entering with 30% health. I'd beacon of light myself while healing my 2 DPS to full with divine light bombs. The beacon I was pretty much topped off after healing them to full. 
Now when we got our kill on this boss, we were in 2 healer mode, with me switching to my DPS off spec for a little more DPS to beat the soft and rage timer. So if you're looking for a detailed explanation for this fight, go check out the various raid strat websites like Tankspot and Icy Veins. So thanks for listening and I hope this helps out. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C. Check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thromka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, what is an advice orc like yourself thankful for at this time of year? An advice orc like myself is thankful for all the mannerless peons in Azeroth. Their lack of social grace ensures that my tireless crusade against poor manners will always have a purpose. For this, I am thankful. Hmm. Or maybe they should be thankful. Yes, I'm sure that is correct. I am Miss Mongrel, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Heard of Torin? Look for more peaceful pastures. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The recent upsurge in aggressive military operations by the Horde has not been well received by all of its members. Some trolls, and especially Torin, have griped in private that the destruction of Theramore and sending a large expeditionary force to Pandaria are less about establishing security for the Horde and more about feeding Garrosh Hellscream's bloodlust. Now a group of Torin have taken the next step in expressing its dissent. They have formally submitted a petition requesting they be allowed to secede from the Horde and establish their own government in parts of the Stone Talon Mountains. Counting many druids and shaman in their ranks, this herd says it wants to pursue a less confrontational foreign policy and cites as its motto the old torrent saying that it takes both the right hoof and a left hoof to walk forward. Surprisingly, word from Gromash Hold is that Hellscream is willing to discuss the petition and has invited all those who signed it to Orgrimmar for a meeting next Saturday to determine how best to proceed. It looks like this weekend will be a busy one in the capital, as Sunday is the big celebration kicking off the Pilgrim's Bounty Festival. And this just into the ODN newsroom, at the direct order of Garage Hellscream, a huge barbecue has just been added to the party schedule. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Oh, the Mage here dropping from the sky to steal that pet. Speaking of dropping, 5.1 is here! This patch has been a pet battler's dream with tons of new pets, new quests, and the best part? The pet battle stones! These stones come in two types. The polished battle stones will upgrade your pet to green quality, while the flawless battle stones will upgrade your pet to rare quality. Sounds awesome, right? Well, there's also the catch that most of these flawless battle stones are family specific, and they aren't that easy to find. You see, you can get them in battles if your team takes down pets from higher levels or they can be found in the satchel of goods from the battle trainer dailies. Personally, I haven't found one yet. I do hear that you can farm up the stones you want in wild pet battles by picking the type of pet you want the stones for and by finding them in the wild and battling them specifically. But as I said, 
I haven't gotten one myself, so I'm not sure how this works in action. What I can say, after buying overpriced rocks on the AH and turning my Grey Min Infernal into an amazing rare powerhouse, is that they are totally worth it for those rare spawn pets whom you just can't seem to find a rare of. But that still leaves a lot of my other pets out in the cold, so if you'll excuse me, I've got some more battles to do. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. Have you enjoyed the AIE experience? If you'd like, you can help support the gaming community by sending a $5 or more donation via PayPal. All proceeds will be going towards community operations, events like BlizzCon, the community's website, and much more. You can find our PayPal link by going to our website at www.aie-guild.org. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a member of Alea Ayakta Est. There we have the AIE Podcast, episode 126. Thanks to Lang Theris and Nymphador for joining us to talk about AIE in general and AIE in WoW. Next week, we'll be having a discussion with the folks in AIE SWOTOR. Thanks for listening. <laughs>